using the keto diet and intermittent fasting to reverse metabolic conditions like type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance with Josephine Barbarino. Studies, but we need better studies and long-term studies because a lot of studies who say ketogenic metabolic therapies don't work if you look closer they don't work because you have 130 grams of carbs or something like that We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp podcast. Thank you for pressing play today. I know there's so many options out there when it comes to podcasts, and you chose us. At least you did today. So thank you so much. I am super grateful for that. If you want to learn more about me, you could head over to benazadi.com, which is my main website. Today we bring on for the first time, Josephine Barbarino. I recently discovered her incredible story after I interviewed Brad and Maggie Jones. They came on the podcast a few weeks ago. You might have listened to it discussing their or Maggie's journey reversing stage four lung cancer with metabolic therapies like keto fasting and other biohacks. And after the conversation was done, Maggie suggested that I connect with Josephine. And Josephine hosts these annual conferences called uh, Keto Live, Ketogenic Metabolic Therapies, which uh, they, they focus on the future of medicine and how to prevent disease. And they focus on these ancient healing strategies, ketosis, intermittent fasting, etc. And then I looked Josephine up and her story Whoa, her story is so inspirational. She's going to share with you how she went from being this high-level, high-stress architect who was running on macchiatos, sugar foods, and how it created a lot of symptoms. And she was on medications for a very long time. And then eventually she discovered ketosis and intermittent fasting. And in a short amount of time, she was able to get off almost all of her meds and reverse all of these conditions. This is going to inspire you. It's going to share with you how incredible these tools can be for you to apply it as well and for your friends and family. So you're going to hear her full story. We'll get into a little bit about how ketosis helps with insulin resistance and what are the mechanisms in which it does so. When is the best time to practice intermittent fasting right off the bat when you do keto or should you first do keto? We'll discuss that. We'll discuss why insulin resistance is not taught in medical school, and it's more hyperinsulinemia and how medical school fails to educate on nutrition, ketosis, fasting, and the name of the game is prevention. We want to prevent disease, prevent symptoms, and if you have been following my work, we understand this. Symptoms and diseases are not evil. We've been brainwashed to believe they're evil, but they're actually beautiful check engine lights. So what if we could be proactive. Or if you have some of these conditions, what can you do to reverse them? That's what the conversation is going to be all about today. Josephine hosts an annual Keto Live conference in beautiful Switzerland, which we're going to talk about. She has one coming up in June 2023. That's June 12th through the 16th. It's um, a week long. And the lineup of the speakers are incredible. You probably know a lot of them and have been following them. So we'll talk about that. We'll also drop a link down below if you want to attend that conference as well. Before I bring on Josephine, I do want to acknowledge and give a shout out to the podcast rating and review of the day. This five-star review comes from Dev Ken, titled Ben. 
Ben gives so much valuable information. I don't know if I'll be able to keep up, but damn it, I'm going to try. Also, if you have questions, he'll answer you in real time. I love it. I love it. Yes, we release a lot of episodes. I think we're, we're really one of the rare podcasts that are delivering you new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and sometimes on Saturdays as well. We have incredible guests. We're over 500 episodes and we're going to keep it going. So we're going to challenge you, DevKen, to try to keep up as, as much as possible. So I appreciate you for listening and for taking the time to leave that rating and review. It makes a big, big difference. So thank you so much. If you haven't left the show a rating and review, please do so. And maybe I'll read your review and give you a nice little shout out on the next episode. Before I bring on Josephine, I want to let you know that I have a free gift for you. I talk a lot about the dangers of seed oils, the dangers of vegetable oils, and why we want to avoid these eight inflammatory oils that are everywhere at the grocery store, also at your restaurant. Even if you're going to a fancy restaurant, chances are they're going to cook with it. So I always tell the server at restaurants that I am allergic to these eight specific oils that create a lot of inflammation. And I share with them the oils that are safer, right? Oils like real olive oil, butter, ghee, coconut oil, avocado oil, etc. So how can we make this easy for you? And that's where the gift comes here. I created a vegetable oil card. And on this card, I'm going to read it for you right now. It reads, Allergy card, dear chef, I have food allergies to vegetable oils. In order for me to avoid an allergic reaction, I must avoid everything marked below. And then you'll see on this card, red X's next to all of those eight oils that you do not want them to use. And then underneath that, it says the following alternatives are safe. And then you'll see green check marks for the alternatives that are safe. And all you need to do really is just show this to the server either pull it up on your phone and show it to them or print it out, but you can get it for free. That is my gift to you for being a listener on the show. If you head over to seedoilcard.com, that is S-E-E-D-O-I-L-C-A-R-D.com, seedoilcard.com, you could download it right now and get it for free. Put it up on your phone or print it out and let's do our best to avoid these inflammatory seed oils. So that's my gift to you. Okay, let's chat with Josephine Barbarino. By the way, you could watch today's interview on YouTube and all of our interviews are on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is called Keto Camp, camp with a K, youtube.com slash Keto Camp. Not only will you find our podcast interviews on YouTube, you'll find other videos and shorts and we're doing a lot of great things there. That is my favorite platform. So if you're not subscribed to our Keto Camp YouTube channel, go to the link down below or just go to youtube.com slash Keto Camp or simply search Keto Camp on YouTube.com. I call it YouTube University. Josephine Barbarino, based out of Berlin. She is trained as an architect, and she's one of the first women who designed and realized a theater building the size of Munich. She's going to talk about that. She struggled with a lot of health challenges along her way, and she was able to get off so many medications, and she's going to share with you right now how insulin resistance develops, how ketosis can help reverse it along with type 2 diabetes and the role of intermittent fasting and so much more. Here is Josephine Barbarino. Josephine Barbarino, such a pleasure to have you on the Keto Camp Podcast. Welcome. Hello, Ben. What an honor to be on your fantastic podcast. I love your work. Honor is mine. And thank you for being here. We connected through Maggie and Brad Jones, who... Incredible story, overcoming just against all odds and what she did to heal in their wonderful film about cancer. And uh, they connected us because they thought we would be a, a good fit to have a conversation. And they were right. We're going to have a great time today. And I was just telling you offline that your story is very inspirational, but also so relatable. Uh, I mean, how many millions of people are dealing with some of the things you dealt with? So I'd love for you to kind of rewind and Share your story. What led up to many of those symptoms and, and uh, things you were facing? And what did you do to overcome that? I, I love to do that. Uh, and I try to be short because it's a long story, like for many people. We have time. And, <laughs> <laughs> I was just a very successful architect. So I'm not from the medical uh, field at all. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a doctor. I'm, I have no such medical background. 
I'm an architect and I was very successful. I'm the first woman, to my knowledge, who built a, a theater, not only designed, but realized a theater the size of the Munich Opera. And in a Bavarian lake, exactly opposite to Neuschwanstein Castle, the famous Cinderella Castle. That probably That's cool. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, and it was really an amazing adventure. And the best thing you could build as an architect, it's just a temple of joy and pleasure, a theater. It's not, I mean, building a church is wonderful. Building a museum is wonderful, but you're always, yeah, it could be sad as well. It could be, you, you never know which direction it takes, but a theater is just pure pleasure and fun. So this was wonderful, of course, and the top of my career, but of course, a lot, a lot of work and a lot of challenge and like many people with a with a challenging uh, work life i was just you know working day and night i left my job but i if something hurt i went to the doctor and i got the next pill and so suddenly i was noticing that i was traveling with an extra suitcase with medication to my building sites <laughs> wow you know how I, many medications at your peak I don't know, more than 20, I think, but I had alone two on uh, on uh, high blood pressure. I had statins. I had a lot of pain all the time. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I was di I, I have Hashimoto's so autoimmune disease. I was sick uh, for over four months with uh, lung uh, disease, uh, English word doesn't come to my mind now, but I, I was a heavy smoker. So this was the good thing. I stopped smoking because I couldn't for three months. So I couldn't lay down. I was I had my, my legs under the bed and lay on the mattress like this to sleep. Otherwise, I couldn't breathe. So I had everything on the line, really like a picture book. And then in 2014, I got the diagnosis of insulin dependent type 2 diabetes. So before they always said I have metabolic syndrome, but this, that didn't mean anything to me. Nobody told me that this would lead to type 2 diabetes. And if I would have known this, I would have been scared to death because, and I was when I got the diagnosis, because I saw my grandfather and my father-in-law die from diabetes. I mean, they have been literally cut to pieces, as you know, the amputation, things like this. And going blind and all the stuff, I, I was scared to death when I heard this, really. And this was the first time when I went to Dr. Google, what every doctor hates <laughs> if you do this. <laughs> and I was very lucky because uh, in the midst of all these health uh, advices you find in the internet, which aren't all right uh, and good, but I found Andreas Einfeld, the famous diet doctor, with a lecture from 2012 when he just told this audience that you can put type 2 diabetes into remission with the right diet. And I thought, my God, this is fantastic. Why didn't anybody tell me before or to my grandfather or to my father-in-law, this is fantastic. And so I wrote everything down and I cheerfully went to my doctor and told him I found a solution. It's fantastic. And I will go on, on the ketogenic diet. And he said, I have no idea what is it. And I have to admit, I, I was very lucky because he was curious. He was a good doctor. He, he wanted to listen, so he didn't. So I told him what I found out. I mean, it was in this time very little that I just saw this one lecture. What year was this for you? Autumn 2014. So I'm now eight years on keto ketogenic diet and I keep my type 2 in a remission in a beautiful way. So in a way that my health insurance company doesn't pay me the tests anymore because they say I'm not diabetic. So what else do you want? It's fantastic. <laughs> but um, I told my doctor and he said, what is it about this diet? And I told him that I was 
going to eat a lot of fat and meat and things like this. And he said, my God, you're going to die within two weeks. I can't recommend this is terrible with your blood lipids and things like this. this, this. Anyhow, I convinced him that I want to try it. And he took another doctor he was working with to supervise me and like everybody now who is following your show <laughs> knows that I was able to put my type 2 diabetes into remission within three months. And within half a year, all my medication was gone. So no blood pressure medication. My All 20 plus. Oh, really all. In less than a year. So the only one that I still have to take, of course, is Hashimoto's, Hashimoto's thyroid. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, it's not gone, but but my um, stage two uh, chronic kidney disease disappeared. My fatty non-alcoholic fatty liver disease disappeared. So just fantastic. And of course, also my fibromyalgia was better. Of course, I still have Epstein-Barr virus somewhere lingering around, and it could could hit again. I know this, and a lot of damage, of course, had been done to my body already. So, like, I have these stains from from very long um, insulin resistance and uh, and and things like this. And this will not go away. But I would have wished that somebody told me before about this really miraculous, powerful medical tool. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And it's a it's a testament really to the amazing human body and the way that it's designed to heal as long as you stop uh, blocking it and, and letting it do its thing, right? So for you, uh, I'm curious, you know, you live in Switzerland. Have you lived there your whole life? No, I live in I live in Bavaria and I partly work in Switzerland because I do the conference, the Keto Conference, the Keto Life Conference in Switzerland because I love their system of CME credits. It's much nicer than anywhere else because the conferences are certified by the medical societies for the diseases. So it's not one, uh, one uh, like in Germany or in America, you have big medical society that is giving the credits. But in Switzerland, you really have like we got uh, all the credits for the whole conference from the medical society for medical cancer. Swiss Society for Medical Cancer, so not alternative, but medical. And also from the Internal Medicine Society and from the Neurological Society. Interesting enough, the Diabetes Society didn't give us the whole credit. Well, that's, you know, makes it's all perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> Why would anyway. they, right? Because number one, you can't you can't reverse diabetes, right? It's like, it's a progressive chronic disease that we could help you manage with this medication. Let's cut off your foot a little bit. Uh, you know, let's get some surgery going, right? There's no money to be made for reversing it. So that makes sense to me. But Absolutely. I'm curious that, because I, I live in America, right? And we have the standard American diet is pure crap and highly processed. In Europe, how do things look there? You know, you, what what were some of the things you were eating and how many carbs and how frequently were you eating that led to all of those symptoms and, and medication? So actually for me, I think it was, looking back, I think it was latte macchiato and loads of bowls of carrot salad. I had carrot salad all the time, all the time. Like, so macchiatos mm. with sugar and carrot no, no salads. Sugar, no sugar. Oh, no sugar. Sweet. No, if you think a big latte macchiato has 12 grams of carbs, and I had them all day long on the building side, I was running around with my big cup of latte macchiato. And, and carrot so, salads. And carrot salads. I, I, I never had a sweet tooth or anything like this, so I, it has to be the carrot salad because I had bowls of it, really. And, of course, we had pasta and we had, Wonderful, uh, you know, in Bavaria, you have these wonderful pretzels with big, huge pretzels with fresh butter. So we had a lot of bread and pasta. And so, yeah, we cooked all the time. So we like cooking. I like 
I enjoy a great meal. And, and this is the wonderful thing with keto. You don't miss anything. It's just fantastic. You eat so delicious. It's, it's great. And this is what we also do at our conference. We serve delicious keto meal, local, organic in Switzerland, raised um, on just grass and pure, wonderful water and fresh air and things like this. So, and everybody can enjoy. And I wanted to show to the doctors that we created this, these conferences for that it's not a punishment if you put your patients on this kind of diet. So they have five days, our conference is five days long, and they have five days of keto food. So... If they're not convinced after five days of delicious food, I don't know why. Totally. Yeah. Five days of delicious foods, incredible lectures. And you have one coming up in uh, June of this year, which we'll talk about. But I'm curious, when you put your diabetes in remission, started to your doctor started to de-prescribe all these medications, that doctor who was like, I can't recommend this. It's dangerous. You're going to die in two weeks. What did he say afterwards? Or what did she say afterwards? Um, it was, uh, yeah, they both, they really both uh, have been jaw dropped. They didn't believe what they saw. And I know at least from from the doctor, he unfortunately now retired, but that he uh, went keto as well with his wife. Wow, that's super cool. Yeah, but um, I don't know about the doctor who, who was uh, joining him if she is still on it or if she, I don't know, I have no contact anymore. It's now eight years gone and I moved around. And so I have different doctors now. Yeah, smart. And you know, that, your story is very inspiring because somebody who's watching on YouTube to this podcast or listening to this podcast, it, it doesn't really matter what your age is. You could be 30, you could be 70, you could be 60. It's like your body could heal as long as you do what you need to do to remove that interference, right? So for you, it was like too many macchiatos, carrot salads, you were probably turning orange, <laughs> pasta, bread. It's like, all right, no more. I'm going to focus on fat. I'm going to focus on protein. I'm going to decrease my carbohydrate intake. So you're going to lower insulin. You're going to lower glucose. You're going to allow inflammation to drop. So your hormones could do a better job. And the body is this amazing orchestra. It just goes to work for you. With what you did, did you also include intermittent fasting or different fasting methods? Or was that not a part of it? Later, not in the beginning. And I don't think that one has to do it in the beginning. I think it's it's easier if you still have breakfast, but delicious breakfast like with eggs. And so you don't have the feeling you have to give up too much. But it comes naturally. You're not hungry anymore. It's just natural. You don't have to push it. And it's not difficult. Before, I tried several times to do fasting uh, for health because it's known that it's it's easy or it's good to do, but it's not easy if you're on a normal diet. Then it's really difficult. The first three days are terrible. You have headaches and everything like this, and you just feel terrible, terrible. And you're hungry all the time. But if you're on keto... If you're in ketosis, nutritional ketosis, you're not hungry and it's not difficult. You already are in fasting mode. <laughs> That's the fantastic thing. This is true. And so it's not difficult. And I, I just did um, last autumn, I think I did a three-week fast without any problems. I, and I could have gone on. It was just that I wanted to uh, join my family and have some fantastic meals. That I, <laughs> just for so you did 21 days, 21 days straight? No problem. It's really no With just problem. water? Water, tea, and some broth in the evenings. Some broth in the evening. Wow, that's mm. impressive. Yeah, well, yeah, but you're it's, right. It's really easy and it's wonderful. It's and different than the, the times I tried before, very different. Yeah, you know, because you're, you're keto adapted, right? It's like, you're, you're so right. If you are following a high carbohydrate diet, and then you hear about fasting, and you're like, I'm going to fast 18 hours tomorrow. Yeah, you might get through it. Like if you go and run a 5k run, you might get through it, but you're going to cause a lot of pain. All right. But if you trained for that run, if you trained for that fast by doing keto first, 
then it's like your body shifts to fat burning, ketones are coming, the brain's not panicking saying, give me glucose, the ketones are here, and it's so much more bearable. So that's exactly what I teach my uh, Keto Camp Academy students. The first pillar, let's get you from burning sugar to burning fat, get you fat adapted, and then we'll start pairing intermittent fasting. But if you do it too soon, it's, it's just, yeah, you can do it, but it's not your best option or route is what I'm hearing from you as well. Of course, in some cases, if you want to fight cancer or things like this, it's good if you start the process with fasting because you're getting into the ketosis easier. But with type 2 diabetes, it's, it's not necessary. So you can go, you can take it slowly. Also, I stopped eating any, I, I really did it with 20 grams. When I started, I just went to 20 grams of carbs and I really exactly put down every carb that I put into my mouth. And, and I still after, so once a year or something like this, then or my, sometimes twice, I start again for a week to put down all my, what I'm eating, just to, to have a control. I can see with my coat, uh, um, with my blood sugar and with my ketones that I measure, I can see that I'm still in a good uh, situation. But sometimes, you know, old habits are coming in and you just focus a little more on what you're putting into your body. If the carbs that you're taking are healthy or not healthy or if they are good for you or not good for you. And I'm just so amazed, you know, this is my favorite picture. Um, explain it. Explain it for those who, who are listening. It's a beautiful, you know, you're an architect. So that's what I'm seeing right behind you, architecture. So explain <laughs> no, it. It's, the, it's just a little tiny part of the metabolic pathways that, that happen in your cells. And once you see this amazing, wonderful factory that your body is, and it's always trying to back up, the mistakes you're doing. It's trying to back up and back up and back up till it breaks. But if you have a tiny little glimpse of this fantastic mechanism that is happening there, like you always mention in your lectures, it's just so amazing that you get very humble and you start thinking what you put into your mouth, what is feeding this fantastic mechanism that your body is made of and what you're doing to him. I mean, there are a lot of things that we have no influence, like toxins from the surrounding and, and things like this. And sometimes, of course, you have stress that you can't uh, get away from, like people that surround you or situations or things like this. But I love the one uh, I saw a recent, or I think you probably do it lots of time, but you, you keep on um, telling the people that it's very important what mindset they have, that they shouldn't have bad thinking and repeating bad thoughts all the time and things like this. These influences, of course, sometimes you can't really grab it but if you're aware like if you're aware of this fantastic mechanism that is there and it's trying to heal all the time then i think it's easy to do this lifestyle change absolutely i love that i love thinking about you know that amazing orchestra uh, architecture inside of the human body and um, we have this intelligence right this innate intelligence and every thought every piece of food you put in your mouth every situation Every person in your life is either helping to harness that innate intelligence to help your body heal, or it's blocking it and it can't heal you. And it's this inner physician that's there and we are designed to heal. And it's just a matter of just identifying the interference and removing it one by one. And you, it's exactly what you did. I mean, 20 plus medications is like interference, remove that, interference, remove that. And then all of a sudden your body goes to work, you heal, and then the doctors deprescribe. So if you're listening or watching, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, your circumstances. It's like if you have the combination to a code, it doesn't matter if you're black, you're white, where you live in this world. If you have the combination, you unlock the code no matter what, right? So for most people, that code is going to be looking at insulin. All roads are leading to insulin. And we want to control that. And what better way than to eat fat and protein, which we know does not really spike insulin as much as carbs.
Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality, are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, but could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part, this may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed. Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasha loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for keto campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off every box plus free shipping for life and... $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. So it sounds so basic and simple, right, on paper, but it's like when people start applying it and they go through their day-to-day, sometimes there is peer pressure, sometimes their doctors influencing them like they did to you, but you got to be so convicted in this human body that that doesn't influence your decision-making. Absolutely. You're absolutely right with this. And this was exactly what then I, I was so amazed by the success that I had in such a short time. If you imagine how many years I put on all these chronic diseases, I was collecting them so like other people collect stamps. I was collecting uh, chronic diseases. And so it's, it's just so amazing how quickly you can recover fantastic but what made me totally aware is the huge amount of medication i was on like like for a reflux and pain killers and sleep medication and i don't know what so it was everything it was really a nightmare and if you think of how i had to de-medicate in this short time. I think it's really, really important that you tell out, and I can't emphasize this enough, if people are on medication, they shouldn't try it alone. They should try to convince their doctor that they want to do it, their physician, their practicing, that they want to do it. And if they really want to do it and the doctor is against it, then look for another one who is able to help you because you shouldn't do it alone. It's too dangerous. Alone with blood pressure medication, I was on two. And if he wouldn't have helped me with uh, de-prescribing, it could have happened that I faint in the car and I just kill somebody or kill myself. 
So it's very important, I think, that you find somebody who, who is able to help you on this journey if you are already sick and if you take medication, of course, to prevent, to get into this, uh, <laughs> this highway to hell. You can start right away if you're not sick yet. Uh, but this was one of the things that I then had in mind because I was, when I was so successful, of course, I started to missionize, you know, like many of us do. I was telling all my family and all my friends and I said, you shouldn't eat this and stop eating this and, and I can help you and I can, and I don't know what. And so after two years, I started 2014. And after two years at Christmas, my kids came to visit and they said, Mommy, you have to stop this. We will lose all our friends and our family. Nobody likes to come to dine with us because you're only talking about food and things like this. And you have to stop this to save our relationships with our family. But we show you how to Twitter. And then you can save the world. <laughs> this was their present, their Christmas present. <laughs> and of course, I didn't save the world, but I got in wonderful connections to many, many fantastic people. Yeah, it was a great present that they gave me. And in like this in 2016, so two years after I put my type 2 diabetes in remission, I founded the Keto Life Project. And my idea was, because as you can see, I'm already old. And so I thought if, if I start studying medicine, I'm, I'm told I will maybe save three people if I'm lucky. And, and I'm learning the wrong stuff as well. So difficult. And the same with dietitian or nutritionist. And so I thought, what, what could be the way, how can we change something rapidly? And I noticed from my own journey that the most important thing is to get, to educate, to inform and educate doctors, physicians, or, and medical professionals, dietitians, nutritionists. Because if they learn anything about nutrition, they learn the wrong stuff. So most physicians in the world don't learn anything in their medical study or maximum two, some, some of our advisory board members like Georgia E. She says she had two hours of, of nutrition in all her medical education. So, but this is not only in Germany and Switzerland, and unfortunately in the world of keto, we are in the German-speaking countries, we are like three third world countries. Nobody knows anything about this, no doctor. So America, you're much more advanced, of course, with the diseases as well, with the metabolic diseases as well. But there's much more information out there in, in English than in German or in other European languages. And so, yeah, I was thinking, what can I do? And I learned that doctors have to have continuous medical education, which is a nice thing for patients to know. They have to continuously learn. <laughs> and this is a nice thing. Yeah, and then I thought, how do doctors do this? How do they continuously learn? And it's just done by conferences and sometimes by articles or, or uh, now after COVID also by e-learning. But they have to earn these credits, continuous medical education credits. And so I had the idea to start a conference, medical conference. Good idea for an architect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so, of course, I didn't start small. I started with five days, a five-day medical conference on metabolic health. And yeah, and I chose this little tiny village in Switzerland because I, I knew it before. And it's just a wonderful, very remote place where you can do nothing else but meet. Uh, at the conference, you can do some beautiful hikes, of course. You can lay in the sun, you can go for a swim, things like this. You can eat delicious keto food and you meet with the other people in the conference, but nothing else. There is nothing else to do. There's 
<laughs> so, so the, smart. I love that. No distractions. No distractions. <laughs> so because I, before I thought I'd do it in Berlin or, or somewhere else, but then everybody goes away because they have some friends here or they want to go to this bar or to this movie. And so this was my choice. Bergen was my choice. And yeah, it was a success. And unfortunately, then COVID arrived. So last year we had again our second one after 2000. So 2019, I started the project 2016. And 2019, I made my first five day conference. And Next year, no, this year we are going to do the third. <laughs> so I'm looking very much forward. And the last one already had 86 CME credits. So to put it in perspective, in Switzerland, a physician has to earn 50 CME credits a year. And the nice thing again with Switzerland is that you have to do 25 CME credits in your specialty, so like nephrology or cardiology, but they like to see that you do the other 25 in different specialties, which is very nice. So there are no regulations like this in Germany or, or any other country I know. So I like the Swiss system. <laughs> Yeah, I like that too. So you're doing another one coming up uh, June 12th through the 16th. This is your third one. It's going to take place in Switzerland. Is this only for health practitioners or can the general public also attend? We love everybody who's interested to join us, really. It's created for medical professionals. But the interesting thing that I found is that real good scientists they don't do complicated lectures. It's really interesting. It's like with, with very, very famous actors. They don't have to show up. So I can only recommend also to interested patients or any profession, anybody interested to join us because it's really mind-blowing what you will listen and hear. And I always create the same pattern. So we have the first half day on Monday when we start. It's on neurological, neuropsychiatric diseases, most times childhood, and uh, like epilepsy. And Georgia E. did a wonderful lecture last year on the first 100 days. So what's necessary to for the brain to develop in the right way, which micronutrients you need, things like this. So very, very fascinating. And the second day we always do on insulin and uh, cardiovascular heart disease. Starting point, so to say, of insulin resistance is most time high blood pressure, things like this, or polycystic ovary syndrome and and things like this. And the third day, Wednesday, is always on cancer. The whole day is on cancer. And the um, fourth day is on diabetes, type 1, type 2, and related diseases like kidney disease, liver disease, all the beautiful stuff that you can collect on your journey on insulin resistance. <laughs> And then the, the last half day is, um, is on neurological diseases again, most times like the, the more advanced like stroke or neurodegenerative like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. And now, of course, the very, very, very exciting new developments on bipolar that you can really tackle severe mental diseases within days. It's so fascinating. And I'm very, very uh, looking forward. We will have a lot of fantastic speakers, but also Chris Palmer with his really interesting new book. <laughs> have you read it already? It's fantastic. So it's on my list. I'm going to bring him on the podcast. I'm going to read the, I'm going to listen to the book to get ready for it. But I, I remember shared the stage with him like four years ago and I watched him lecture at Low Carb USA and I was blown away by his research. And then now this book comes out and everybody's talking about it. So it's on my list this year and I'm going to bring him on to discuss it. But yeah, go ahead. He's going to be one of the speakers this year. 
Absolutely. But also, again, uh, Georgia Eat with Albert Danone, and they made this incredible, incredible study last year on mental diseases and, and ketogenic diet together with Eric Westman. So really fantastic. And they do a joint lecture on day one. And uh, fantastic people like Ben Bigman and um, D'Agostino and, of course, the wonderful Maggie and Brad will show uh, how the movie advanced, how the documentary advanced, because in the evenings we always have documentaries or this time also we will have Georgia Eid will read from her unpublished book one evening, so to make us a little curious what she has on on her board. And yeah, and then of course we have fantastic other people like Patricia Daly um, and Ian Lake, of course, the wonderful Ian Lake on type one diabetes. He just made a fantastic course for professionals. Everybody, uh, every, fantastic. So he's on keto and type one. And David Kavan will be there. And of course, the wonderful Unwins, Jen and David Unwin, uh, they gave us so much hope in the last conference. And this year we will have something new. We will have evening lectures that are like seminars. So Jen will do one with her partner, Heidi. She will do one on um, food addiction. So three evenings in a row on food addiction. Really interesting. Hey, Keto Camper. What if there was an easy way to help detoxify your body, ease stress, unwind, and hey, even burn more calories? What I'm talking about is sauna usage. Now, there's a lot of studies that show the benefits of using a sauna, and it could be kind of complicated because they're expensive, and typically you have to go to a facility to use a sauna. What I love about my sauna is that it's a blanket that I use at the comfort of my own home. I use the one from Bond Charge. And sauna blankets work by raising your heart rate to that of physical exercise so you burn calories while you're relaxing. And you could burn up to 600 calories in one session. Sweating also helps flush out toxins like heavy metals from your body. And elevating your heart rate while relaxing releases endorphins, which can leave you feeling euphoric. I feel like I just got a 60-minute massage when I get out of this thing. It works by using infrared light, which heats the body directly rather than the air around you like a traditional sauna. This means you get the same benefits at a lower heat. You also don't need to have your head in the heat like a traditional sauna. It's very easy to use. You can enjoy a session of 30 to 45 minutes while relaxing, reading, watching TV, or meditating. It's easy to clean. It's low EMF, especially compared to other brands out there. Simple and easy to get set up. And even more important, you, Keto Camper, are offered a nice coupon code for Bond Charge's products, including their infrared sauna blanket. So head over to bondcharge.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code ketocamp at checkout to get 15% off your order. We'll drop that link down below along with the coupon code in the podcast notes. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. I'm looking at the website now. By the way, for those listening or watching, it's keto-live.com to look up the conference. We'll put it in the notes. I see Dr. Nasha Winters is going to be there. She's a great friend of mine. I love her. She's um, a master of metabolic flexibility and, and cancer. So that's amazing. You have the good folks over at Keto Mojo. I see Dorian here as well. You've got a... Since the beginning, they're fantastic. And they will also um, be our partners in our new project that we are having in the European Keto Life Center. So unfortunately, we have still two websites. But if you go to the one that you said you can go in the in the upper part, you can go to the European Keto Life Center. If you do that, you will see our amazing advisory board. So normally, you only have an advisory board of three or four amazing, important people. 
but we have more than 30 now and it's really a collection of the best scientists and the best practicing physicians uh, on keto in the world. And this is because we started in 2021, we started a new project that is called the Metabolic Health Pilot Connecting the Sciences. Because as I said, what we did in Tucson, or did I mention it? On, on the first conference, I was so lucky that Thomas Seafried was there and also uh, Gemma and Dorian and um, a fantastic Swiss uh, cancer specialist as well, Jean-Pierre Spinoza. And we sat at the uh, at dinner before the evening before the conference started and they asked me what do you have in mind Josephine with this conference how can an architect start a conference what what do you want to achieve what's your idea and I said I would love to open an academy I want to open a center I want to open a teaching center for medical professionals so this was my dream at this time there was no way this was going to happen. But they loved the idea so much that we founded on this first conference, we together with them and 32 other attendees, we founded the European Keto Life Center. We called it European and at this time it was, <laughs> we, we've been thinking small. It's now already international. It has nothing to do anymore with Europe, only that we are placed in Europe. But in the meantime, we have Israel, we have Africa, we have uh, Argentina, Mexico, Australia. So it's really international. But we are now an international association for ketogenic metabolic therapies. And we don't call it ketogenic diet because in the German language and European language, the word diet is more for short term in intervention. It's to just fit into your bikini for next summer. So. And we wanted to focus really on diseases. So this is what we do. We only focus on non-communicable diseases and on the medical use of ketogenic metabolic therapies. So Professor Thomas Seafried, he said we should call it different. And this was his, his idea to call it like this. And what we are now doing, we thought, how can we educate medical professionals? And of course, there are these conferences. And then we thought we have to start building masters and bachelor curricula. But then COVID hit and, and everything was just going crazy. And for me, the most crazy thing was to, to notice that really the only danger was to the people who had NCDs. So diabetes or heart disease who had previously already metabolic diseases, nobody else was really in danger. I mean, they had a bad flu, but it wasn't dangerous for them. And so I thought we have to get to this point to educate uh, physicians and medical professionals quicker. We can't go on like this. This is just madness. If you see what the World Health Organization is putting out on numbers, 42 million dying every year, preventable deaths from non-communicable diseases. And we go crazy because of COVID? I mean, it's just mad, madness. And we have to flatten the NCD curve to stop this whole thing. I was thinking that we have to find a way, how can we educate quicker? And so we started in 2021, we started to create a postgraduate curriculum because the ketogenic metabolic therapy is, can be used in so many severe diseases. I know that many people say we don't have enough studies, but we have so much emerging evidence. We have a lot of proof already for many, many diseases, but we have a lot of emerging evidence. And one of our advisory board members, Adrian Sotomoto, he said, after long discussion online, long discussion, he said, okay, we don't need more studies, but we need better studies. 
and long-term studies. Because a lot of studies who say ketogenic metabolic therapies don't work, if you look closer, they don't work because you have 130 grams of carbs or something like this. Yeah, or they're eating a whole bunch of like rancid seed oils and vegetable oils. Things yeah. like this. So, so we need better studies and long-term, long-term studies. And so the idea was born that we have to build the center not only for education, but also for inpatients. Because if you want to do a postgraduate, you have to provide remote learning for already certified uh, physicians. They already have to practice, but then they have to do a certain amount of uh, remote learning. But then the bigger part has to be work with patients. So if you want to become a specialist in nephrology, that's not a problem because as a student, postgraduate student, you can go to the next hospital and you have a handful of kidney disease patients. But where to find the handful of patients who are treated with ketogenic metabolic therapies? You have five here and you have Eric Westman who is treating hundreds of people there, but they are all over the world. So you can't send uh, concentrated, send medical pr practitioners to study face to face with these patients. And so the idea was born that we have to build the center where the student, the medical students can come. So the postgraduate students can come, dietitians or nurses can come. But at the same time, we educate the patients. So we will have in the center, we will have an academy, but we will also have an inpatient center. And we also created half year courses for patients. They can enroll in a half year course and they meet with the dietitians, the, the physicians, they meet twice at the center at the beginning of their journey and of where they get all the basic information. And then they meet again after three months for the second weekend, live weekend. In between, they are connected remotely with Keto Mojo, My Mojo Health, wonderful work they did again. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, I'm such a big fan. Yeah, I love them. They're great. I see him. So I see him all the time at conferences, and it's so good to have dinner with Dorian and Gemma. Their product is amazing. It's my go-to, and their my Mojo Health software is so great, so easy to use too. Yeah, and this will allow us in the center and with these remote courses to do really long-term studies that we need so desperately. That's exciting. And we can connect the patients, practitioners as well, if they don't want to learn, but they can follow. Uh, their patient's journey. And so I think this is a way where we can really get a lot of, of physicians on board. And for me, it's so important because I, I can see this, or this emerging um, evidence that we have everywhere with really, really severe diseases like polycystic kidney disease. I don't know if you saw the last fantastic study from the University of Cologne just came out on polycystic kidney disease and keto together with, with Thomas Wimes from Santa Barbara Labs. Uh, fantastic, really amazing, which gives a lot of hope. Of course, it's not enough. It's the first study on humans, but, but it gives so much hope. And especially since everybody's always telling, ah, be, be careful with keto and kidney disease and things like this. Of course, one has to be careful with kidney stones, but it's absolutely avoidable if you do it rightly. So if, again, you should do it with a trained specialist. Anyhow, emerging evidence all, all around. And if you think that you can treat like, or you can help cancer, you can help kidney disease, you can help mental disease, you can help heart disease. These are all severe diseases and we need specialists for this. We can't train every doctor. It will take much too long, but we can train specialists and they should know 
And it's very complex because they should know how to deprescribe mental medications for depression and things like this. And at the same time, advise somebody who is going on a, uh, on a cancer treatment. So it's very much specialized. And these ketogenic metabolic specialists have to have a lot of knowledge. So it's absolutely necessary to have this as a postgraduate. Because then if a patient sees all the things on Google, the wonderful miracle things that happen on Google. And then they go to their doctor and the doctor says, no, you can't do this. You're going to die. But if he knows that he can send these patients who want to do this treatment to a specialist, then he's on the safe side, even if he himself doesn't know. So this is our approach and this is what we are going to do. And we hope we really hope that we already in 2024 with the fourth conference, we hope to open the center in Switzerland, the first. That's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, I love how you're just making it easy for people to heal. That's the bottom line, making it easy, streamlined, more accessible. So it's exciting. I, I love what you're doing. And in-person conferences are just so great. There's nothing that could replace them. You know, Zoom is great. We're using Squadcast here for this interview. All, all that's great, but nothing substitutes being in person with like-minded individuals, getting to know them, getting to learn from them, hanging out. And Switzerland is the, the, a great place to do that. So if you want to learn more about your upcoming conference in June, it's keto-live.com. And then you could also see the information about who's on your advisory board, information about your Keto Live Center. So we'll put that down below. So uh, you're doing awesome work, Josephine. I, I love it. Thank you. That's the good thing if you're an architect. You can build castles in the sky. <laughs> so. that's, a, that's what you're doing, some Keto castles in the sky. I have a final question for you. I like to end all of my conversations with this question. And I know it's late for you, so thanks for you know staying up late to do this conversation. Vitamin G is my favorite supplement, and that is the supplement of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? Uh, I'm every day. I'm grateful that I found this fantastic, powerful medical tool. Really, and I'm waking up every morning really with this gratitude that I had the chance twice in my life to find really a wonderful profession, a real dedication. So first I had architecture, which I loved, and I did wonderful things there. And and now I have the second career, I have to say, because of course I don't do anything else with keto. <laughs> but it's amazing. Every day, again, I learn something new. I see new miracles. I see wonderful things. And my my new sentence is, it sounds like a miracle. And it looks like a miracle and it feels like a miracle, but it's pure science and metabolic pathways, the foundations of holistic medicine. So this is a miracle and I'm grateful for this miracle. I love it. I love that. That's a beautiful expression of gratitude. Anywhere else you want to send the Keto Campers besides Keto-Live, any social media uh, account that you want to send them to? Yeah, I'm on Twitter with Keto uh, underscore Live and LinkedIn. We have the European Keto Life Center has a still very tiny, small LinkedIn place. And Josephine Barberino is also on, on LinkedIn. So yeah, please follow us and, and follow the news. And of course... This is something I didn't tell. So our European Keto Life Center has two companies, actually. One is a nonprofit, so please donate. We need every cent that we can get, please. We are also not only registered for nonprofit in Europe, but also in America. So donations can be sent to us, please. And of course, we also look for investors for our big, great center. So get in touch with us and also patients. We are starting, this is what I didn't mention, uh, directly the week after the conference, we are starting the first 
half-year course on type 2 diabetes remission with fantastic teachers like uh, David Anwin, Jen Anwin, Adrian Sotomoto, and Best Super Kenya, and so really fantastic people. And please, if you're interested as a patient or a physician or a medical professional, just write to us. I will give you the uh, my email as well. And so please get in touch. Get in touch. We'll put your email in the notes. If you're watching on YouTube or on the podcast, we'll put all that down below. Thank you, Josephine, for being so committed and all the great work you're doing, making keto more accessible and uh, bringing the signs to people, making it streamlined. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for doing it late night for you. And uh, I look forward to hanging out with, with you in Switzerland someday soon as well. I am looking forward to meet you in person. <laughs> Thank you for the invitation. Thank you, Ben. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Josephine. Uh, consider sharing this with somebody you know who's going through similar challenges that Josephine went through. Uh, copy and paste the link into a text message and send it over to somebody. If you want to learn more about Josephine and her upcoming conference in Switzerland, go to keto-live.com. And we will uh, put that link down below in the notes as well. And we'll put notes and timestamps and everything in the podcast notes can be found. Just go scroll down on your phone and check it out. If this episode was valuable to you, please consider leaving it a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast you're listening from. We're going to put our podcast sponsor links and coupon codes down below as well. Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash KetoCamp. And I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.